0: <laughs> Welcome to the Murka Girls Podcast. We are the Merca Girls. I'm Abby. I'm Allie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jenny. <laughs> this week we are doing the third trimester. You are in the home stretch now. It's almost over. It's an exciting trimester, I think, because of that, because it's almost done. Mm-hmm. But it's also a very uncomfortable trimester, mm-hmm. which we will explain. Um, so we're going to be talking about yeah, what sort of changes with your body, changes with your doctor's appointments, things that are surprising, things that make it easier. What was the most difficult parts of this? And a little specifically about like yeah, that the anticipation the that end is this near. is almost over. Yes, mm-hmm. that you know after. Nine months of craziness, you're going to meet this kid. hmm So um, crazy. It's kind of fun when the appointments go from,
1: like, once a month to every other week. I feel like that is nice. And then eventually, mm-hmm. what, at, like, 32 weeks or something? Or 36 weeks, they change to every week.
2: Just like, okay, 36. let's go.
1: This is getting so real.
2: hmm And I just remember thinking every week, this could be the day. This could be the week. Mm-hmm. What if she strips my membrane? What if I go now? Mm-hmm.
1: So, what happened at around 38 weeks? You guys would go in and they would check for things like dilation, effacement, baby positioning. Mm
2: -hmm. What was that like? That was fun. It was like getting a progress report every week. You know, this week, okay, gosh, I don't remember the percents. You know, whatever percent effaced at 38 and then at 39. You see the Um, progress. mm -hmm. Yeah, and she would say like... dilation. And dilation, Mm -hmm. yeah, like... Oh, you're a centimeter dilate. And I was like, oh my God, I'm probably going to go tomorrow. <laughs> but no, you can be a centimeter, two, three, four, for weeks. Literally, you know? yeah. You don't
0: know. It's not always like the mm-hmm. best Mm-hmm. determinant of yeah. when you're gonna go but but it's like man okay Get we're real. moving
2: mm-hmm. this is it you
0: know like mm-hmm. we're entering the final phase you know like the baby is getting ready to come out and you're just like oh my god my
1: body's doing all these things like it just knows what to do it's kind of fun to mm-hmm. see
2: yeah like how does it's just a, in my mind a miracle the baby knows to go ahead you know your body puts the baby head down in theory face down mm-hmm. not always the case but It is crazy that your body does everything it needs to do to push the baby out.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: An ideal situation.
1: Did you guys get a lot of Braxton Hicks? I remember starting 25 weeks, I would get them regularly, and then they just started to get more frequent, more intense as time went on.
2: Did you know they were Braxton Hicks at the time, or did you quickly put two and
1: two together? The first time I had it, I remember I was watching a movie, or oh, I was watching Ozark or something downstairs, and it was like my belly just went hard, mm. and I was like, "Oh, a Braxton Hicks." But I, so had, you heard, knew to look I had heard, heard about what it was, but yeah, those are crazy to
0: experience. Yeah,
2: explain those more.
0: You guys, I know. didn't, I yeah, didn't, I, mean. I knew the term Braxton Hicks. It's like fake. People will refer to them a, as like a fake
1: contraction, but it's just you feel it on the outside by your belly tightening. But in reality, it's kind of like your uterus is like warming up because right. it's a muscle. It's almost flexing. Working out, preparing, prepping, but you feel it on the outside by your whole belly kind of getting right. wh- hard like a rock
0: for a few seconds. Or I don't whatever.
2: remember. Was it painful a little bit? No. no. It didn't no. make you stop and like no. Take, no. A, take a breath? No, no, no. 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 It was just the heart. Not thing. at all.
0: I just remember okay. knowing that there was there was a false contraction that a lot of women experienced called Braxton Hicks, but not knowing anything about it sure. other than that. And then having a friend who was pregnant at the same time, like, oh, this is it. You know, like we were mm. literally like delivered our kids like six days apart. Mm. And she was like, oh, yeah, this is the contraction. And like feeling her abdomen and it was rock mm. solid. And then being like, oh, oh, that's, that's been happening to me is? for literally a month. I just yeah. didn't know what it was. <laughs> and it, yeah, I mean, all randomly, but all the time, mm. you know, regularly, just super hard. Yeah. abdomen. Mm-hmm.
2: They
1: do. I'm pretty sure they pick up in frequency, length, and intensity the closer you get to delivery. But yeah, if you experience them, they're a good thing. It's a positive thing. It's, you know, view it as a
2: warm up for your you. Right. But don't view it as I'm about to go. No, labor no, right no. Now. Not at all. Because no. they don't last as long. That reminds me. Probably in that third trimester, seeing the baby move mm. in really cool ways in your belly, I think yeah. I have, you know, Like, like looking footage. at your stomach? And yes. Sound, like, mm-hmm. Yes. Whenever I put my feet up, i just lift up that shirt, and you could see, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, an arm go past, or a leg mm-hmm. go past. And, like a Loch Ness Monster. Oh, my gosh. Swimming so in far. there. Oh, my gosh. That is really I cool. And you can that. kind
1: of poke around, and they'll kind of almost sometimes feel like they're responding, responding to your touch. Yeah, or like stuff.
0: when you get a foot hooked up under your rib, and you're like, oh, move. Move, move, move! Yeah,
2: yeah, kind of unpleasant. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that can be painful.
0: I remember
1: another kind of body change that happened in the third trimester were stretch marks. I remember Mm. at the beginning of the third Mm. trimester, I was like, "Man, I don't have any stretch marks. Mm. Like, this is awesome." Going into your third trimester, yeah, I did not have any, and I had Mm. been putting on like that really common, like, cocoa butter on my stomach, like, probably from the moment I found out I was pregnant, like, pretty regularly, I think. And I was like, I don't have any stretch marks. And then 36 weeks hit, and it was just like, (laughs) boom. Your stomach exploded. And then they just, for me, it just continued to grow. And intensify. I was like, there is no hope. I mean, there's, like, no
0: way to slow it or prevent it for some. I guess it can be genetic, too. Yeah, I don't know. I, the same thing, like, I was like, ooh, ooh, I have none, like, this is so, <laughs> you know, like, felt really, it was like really feeling so myself proud. not having <laughs> stretch marks, and then it was I like, a great job. 38 weeks, and it was like, you know, yeah. like, it just split open, Everywhere. and it's itchy, like, so so itchy. Whatever, like mm-hmm. the skin is really sensitive where yeah. it's, like, splitting, I, I didn't, ooh. I didn't know that, that it, they would be itchy.
2: Do you remember your belly button disappearing and that soft, oh, soft yeah. skin yeah, so right funny. under your belly button? Looking skin that's here. never been exposed yes. yeah. so Then right you're elements. like picking out
1: all this lint that's been in there for 25 years. Oh my years. god, yeah. No? Wait. Oh my. <laughs> did
2: either of us, did not any me. of us get outies at the end or? No, it was just like flat. No. Like yeah, they were was just soft. Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the... Stretch I said bed sores. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, my nursing
2: school, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what are they called? Stretch, Stretch marks.
0: Okay. So on that note then... At the very end, days before I went into labor, my stretch marks developed into something called pup, p u p p p, three p's. I know it doesn't make any sense, and so it was. It, it basically turns into a rash. That Mm. starts on your abdomen, like, where your skin has stretched, and it's insanely itchy. Mm. And I didn't know, I thought that it was just part of my stretch marks at the time, like, Mm. I didn't realize, but that it continued to spread so that by the time I delivered and was in the hospital, it had spread to, like,
2: groin, arms, armpits, Mm. thighs... And the redness and the itch is... And the burn is everywhere. Yeah. Mm.
0: Not just insane itching that... Mm. Like, they gave me, like, a topical ointment. Nope. Didn't help. Had to get on actual steroids. Because it was like, here I am with this new baby and... It's like a spreading. chronic hives-like rash, right? Oh my, it was, mm-hmm. I, it was, in, it was like
2: one of the hardest like, parts. Like keeps you up at night bad, right? Oh my,
0: it was insane, yes. Yeah. So, but that can happen at the very end. It's rare, I guess it's more common in first-time mothers or mothers carrying multiples. Yeah. But it happened to me and, again, one other gal that I knew. When um, does it go away? It eventually will fade, but it was so unpleasant that I was like, look, I can't wait for this just to fade away while I'm here dealing with my, like, C-section scar and baby in the NICU, and can you please give me something? So they gave me steroids, although Mm -hmm. eventually it will just sort of go away on its own, but you can get medical intervention.
2: Mm -hmm. Wow,
1: gosh, that sounds really unfortunate, but now you know if that happens. Mm -hmm. And I think with the stretch marks, for some you don't get it, and for some you do, and it's just kind of inevitable and... You know, maybe you could look up online or Pinterest for different, like, remedies mm-hmm. or lotions
0: or whatever. Maybe there are better products out there, but it if happens. You didn't and get stretch marks, will you please let us know? Because I feel like everyone I know has stretch marks. Mm-hmm. So, if you didn't, if you're listening to this and you're like, I didn't get stretch marks, please let us know. Tell us, Miracle I, working. Is that true? Can you not get stretch marks? Is that a thing? I'm, right. I'm just curious. Right. Good, curious, dear listener. And now that we all have them, we all
1: really don't care. It no, doesn't bother no. us and they're marks no. of an awesome beautiful thing that of honors.
2: Battle scars. Right. Battle scars.
1: Whatever I think another takes. thing that seems to pick up in the third trimester can be swelling, and I know Abby you touched on this last week cuz yours kind of came in a little bit early. <laughs> <laughs> but for others is content to probably pick up especially as you move closer and closer to labor and delivery. What was
2: swelling like for you, Allie? Oh, me. <laughs> I thought you were going to... You said, Abby, I thought you were... I'm, like, here do, dozing off, like, cool, I don't going to say anything. <laughs> swelling. I, too, swelled up. I was just mainly embarrassed. I was like, holy cow, like, go. Yeah. where did my chin go? Where did
1: my face go? Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> Did but, you only have
1: it in your face, or did you get swelling in your hands and feet and ankles?
2: Oh, I guess, I, yeah, in my hands, feet, yeah, because I had, um... My fingers Crumple would go tunnel. numb. Yeah, at night, hands went numb. But I, I can't tell you why... Well, I think
1: I noticed some swelling that picked up there towards the end. I mean, I was pregnant in the dead of summer and on Uh. my feet. And it was literally 90 plus degrees every day. So I got on Amazon and I bought one pair of like real medical compression socks that, you know, were super tight and they went up to my Mm -hmm. knees. And I wore those every day to work just to be proactive about it. It wasn't a huge problem, but I didn't want it to become a huge Mm -hmm. problem. So I would wear those work, and then I would basically come home from work every day, and we bought a baby pool for the backyard, (laughs) fill it up with cold hose water, and I would sit out there with my feet (laughs) Mm -hmm. in the pool. But, so, if you're having a problem or you think it swelling could worsen, just get on Amazon and buy, you know, a baby baby (laughs) pool, but also a pair of just... Compression, compression socks. I have to the snow. Especially oh, if you're
2: sorry. going to be working the polar right? good shoes and compression socks. If you're going to I remember my doctor
0: suggesting, like, you should wear compression socks, and me being a butthead being like, yeah, I'm no, right, no. Right, 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 no way. Mine were, like, black, and, like, they were actually, like, a sport. Thing. I know, but it was, like, <laughs> yeah. I associated compression socks with, like, <laughs> my grandfather. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I was like, I, really I would not be caught dead in compression <laughs> socks. <laughs> Which is stupid, but I do remember, yeah, the swelling. Which I was like, oh, "You can't swell anymore." You know, I already have numb little claws at the end of my arms, and but your your face, yeah, swelling. Like I nose remember, like, widens. almost, yeah, like my facial features change. Like your nose widens. My lips maybe got bigger, fuller. No. <laughs> so how long after you got a lip job for the swelling?
1: So. How long after birth did the swelling stick around? Was it pretty... Did it seem to
0: drain quickly? Yeah. I think that it goes away, yeah, fairly quickly. Because it's due to the increased blood, the hormones, the estrogen. So after delivery, it's pretty... It Uh was... Yeah. within days yeah it was like, i think I remember you know that like i don't know flushing a all face that again. out yeah mm-hmm. and some... people commenting like oh my god you look so different you know so it obviously it doesn't last but the, those pictures of us mm, at the god. very end you know like in that last month of pregnancy like, like a different person it's temporary
1: another common thing that can happen in the third trimester for some pregnant women is like Your SI joint, kind of in your lower back, your sacroiliac joint or whatever, Mm -hmm. can become really painful. Um, I know that's something that I went through starting at around probably 29 weeks. It became really intense and, like, pretty, I mean, debilitating is a strong word, but really struggling to, like, walk normally, sit,
2: lie down.
1: What kind of pain?
2: Dull or, like, pinchy
1: Nervy. Gosh, I don't know. Of, lots of different yeah. things. But always constantly there, but sometimes mm-hmm. got
0: more sharp and intense. And, and sitting, standing, it was the same. Right. It didn't matter.
1: I mean, the most comfortable was definitely being on my hands and knees. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, or that's... leaning over a birth ball. But, um, so I started to see a chiropractor just to go in regularly For adjustments and stretching and they just explained like this is what happens for some women in pregnancy because your hormones obviously are out of control, but the hormones that are released during pregnancy relax like your ligaments around the pelvis to help Mm -hmm. enlarge it in order to prep for birth. So this is just, like, a common
2: thing that happens.
1: And on top of that, you know, you're carrying more weight around. You're kind of walking differently. you got a weaker
2: girdle and more weight, <laughs> thus Yeah, so it causes strain zone.
1: on your SI joint. Mm, so great. if you have that kind of pain, you could think about seeing someone. I saw someone in New Albany who specialized with pregnant women and stuff like that. I've heard,
2: like so. a chiropractor? Yeah, it was a yeah. chiropractor. I've so. heard that is really helpful. But other than that,
1: I feel like I didn't have a ton of issues, but that was something that was, like,
0: Mm. unfortunate.
1: And I think it it went away pretty
0: quickly after. With the swelling came the heat.
1: Yeah.
0: Just being so so hot. Like, it did not, like, (sighs) I was in my third trimester in the dead of winter, and I slept with the windows open Mm -hmm. when it was 30 degrees out. Kicking off, you know, yeah, the covers so and, like, heat. shoving my spouse away, mm-hmm. like, so hot all the time. Like, yeah. I mean, you couldn't zip a coat to save your life at that point, no. but just so Whoa. insanely hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't imagine being pregnant in the summer. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would have died. Yeah. I mean, you're basically just in tank tops and shorts, and
2: yeah, yeah. you. I literally little, would not wear anything at night. As as possible, yeah.
1: Ceiling fan going, box fan going. We'd crank the AC, and then finally, probably around like 35 weeks, we ended up moving our bed
2: oh to nice. our lowest
1: level. We live in a split level, and mm-hmm. we just carried our mattress down there. And we slept there for That's at right. least a month because it was way cooler down there because it's like partially underground, oh, yeah. but. I was a baby with the heat. It was
0: awful. For sure. Those poor spouses that are, like, sharing rooms with us Mm -hmm. as we're, like, freezing them (laughs) out. And, like, you
1: get up to pee, like, multiple times a night. I remember Mm -hmm. that became, like, so intense around 30 weeks, peeing constantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sleep is rough. Definitely get a pregnancy pillow or just tons of pillows. I remember two pregnancy pillows were given to me by friends and honestly, I wasn't a fan of either one of them. I just found as many spare pillows as I could and just laid on my side with a bunch of those. Yeah. And you, you just position them the where they help
2: you feel yeah. relief. Oh, between the Something legs. About between yeah. the knees.
1: Yeah. My I back. I would be on my side right. and my top leg would be draped <clears throat> way over on top of a mountain of pillows. Mm-hmm. And then your arms, like at least for me, I was just... You know, my belly is so big. Your arms also are like looking where to go. So yeah, just mm-hmm. more pillows. You could invest in a pregnancy pillow, or just ask around. Moms have them, and
2: probably I couldn't understand how to work the body pillow, the pregnancy pillow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where to put it along my body to support. So yeah, I also had to do just individual pillows, mm-hmm. but I just couldn't figure out the body pillow. Yeah. No, I feel you. Did you guys go through like
1: a nesting phase? Mm -hmm. You know, people talk about like nesting and did you notice that or is that like really a thing?
0: No. I mean, I'm (laughs) sure it is a thing, but I don't, I don't remember it. Yeah. Cold hearted.
2: (laughs) Nothing fun about pregnancy. (laughs) Happy. I know.
0: I'm I'm the crabbiest. I
2: know. I remember, oh, I didn't realize it till afterwards, but all of a sudden got real excited and focused all my energy on yeah, the nursery. Mm-hmm. Cleaning it, yeah, getting it like Close, closed, put away. Yeah. Up. yeah. Yep. Setting it up. And I just had enough energy for that and then I was back to like being tired right. again. But for that <laughs> moment it was like, this is awesome and I'm so pumped. Yeah. And then realized later there's someone was like, You are nesting. And I was yeah. like, oh my God. Didn't How even weird. know it. I know it's not so strange.
1: You don't notice it in the moment, and then you find like, wait, I just spent so long like scrubbing my bathtub for no reason, or yeah, I became like years obsessed was... with cleaning and yeah. decorating, organizing, and I I was probably watching like the home edit or yeah, Marie Kondo, and I just
2: got rid of everything. And you folded all your baby clothes in the Marie yeah. Kondo way, yeah, like the cute Shh, little. I'm like supposed to. I know i rows of little.
1: All folded. my books were color coded. Oh, oh my God. God. I know, guys. <laughs> but it was like the time where. <laughs> so ridiculous. I made us go around and clean all the ceiling fans. I oh bought Draino and put Draino <laughs> down all the drains. I mean, Why? you name it, yeah. I cleaned it. I don't know. I was neurotic. <laughs> oh neurotic. It's awesome. Totally crazy. Oh. So nesting is a thing. Embrace it. It's fun. Get your nursery ready or don't. Your baby might yeah, not even I mean, sleep in the nursery at first. Yeah. Maybe they will. Maybe you I wonder if, like, like I... <laughs>
0: okay. I... My insomnia was really bad mm, yeah. at the end. So, it's like, I lost a lot of energy. Mm. Like, it was like, at night, I would just be up for hours at a time. You know, yeah. from, like, two to five during the last mm. price six weeks of pregnancy. It was like, I just would be awake. And yes, you're hot. And you're so yeah. uncomfortable. You got this basketball under your skin. But also, I'd just be like, yeah. So you'd go
2: to bed and then just wake up at 2 and yeah. be awake yeah, for hours. I've heard of I would, like, come
0: downstairs... What I watched the Nas documentary um, I don't know it was
2: like, I had wow. a documentary phase As And in the rapper Nas? Mm, yeah, did that. you
0: talk to like your doctor about it? Or was it just kind of like, oh, I'll just deal with it No, of course not um, I just was like, <laughs> I will suffer in silence yeah. Until now, and I'm You're exposing And punish my spouse for sleeping well <laughs> For <laughs> sure, hated everyone Who was sleeping um,
1: I think doctors can give you some things That are safe for pregnancy yeah. that can help Because that is a common thing, and I did right. I didn't know that until I was pregnant and heard about it, but... There are things I think that
2: you could take mm. to help and get some sleep, because... And don't be afraid to talk to your doctor, Abigail, and ask questions, get educated, and tell them what's no. going on. Right. I did none of those things. <laughs> I was just angry. And...
1: It's kind of good... Pra- I remember thinking, like, this is good practice, because the baby is about Ugh. to keep me up forever, and I thought I was going to get this, like, entitled good
0: sleep before the baby came, mm. but no. No, I was just bitter. Like, this is my last <laughs> chance for sleep, right? and, and then I'm being it being robbed, happen. because I'm, you know, watching all these documentaries can't wait
1: and... to... so if that's the case there are things that i think can help that are safe for pregnancy one thing that can happen that i feel like some people don't talk about is your colostrum which oh, is like the liquid sticky goo thick. honey heavenness that comes in for your baby through Did the you born say
0: heavenness yeah it's like magical goo yeah. oh it, that's not an no, actual term that someone uses. No. Oh, well, I, I mean, people like, call genism. it liquid gold. <laughs> liquid but, gold. Yes, yes, yes.
1: But, you know, and those that's what your baby's living off of. The first basically of, of their life. But Nectar. it actually can come in Sweet. before your baby's born. Mine came in at 37 weeks on the dot. I remember Wild. looking in the shower and it was like these little gold Weird. droplets were coming out. So. But they were
2: clear. No, they're literally,
1: like, yellowy. It's not clear. It doesn't look like milk at all. It's almost like a nectar. So I remember the next week, I saw a lactation consultant around 38 weeks because I wanted to learn and get educated, and I thought I wanted to breastfeed and whatnot. And she was actually like, you can start collecting that and saving it just Mm -hmm. in case your baby has, like, difficulty with feeding right after, just kind of as a preemptive thing. And Mm -hmm. they, I guess they recommend it's really only safe to... Start collecting it or hand-expressing after 37 weeks. Okay. Because that kind of action can help if your progress labor labor. So, like, it doesn't have gym. to come in early. It can come in early. You can leave it be or you can start collecting it and putting it into...
0: I don't think mine did. Did yours?
2: No, not till the... In yeah.
1: the hospital. Not till in the hospital. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah. And then I remember it coming and being
0: painful.
2: Yeah, full and it was hard to get out. Like I just remember yeah. being like, I had
0: to work really yeah, hard totally. to like express it. It's yes. not. Does it come Me out too. like milk? It's no, like very it's, slow. It's literally it's like thick. nectar. It's thick. yeah, well, which is good because the anyway, baby
2: needs it slow. In the we talking about that. Anywho,
1: yeah, and then at the end, it's just go time. I mean, really, any time after that thirty-seven week mark, you're like, well, I could go, but I also need to like mentally buckle down and know I could be waiting yeah. many, many more weeks. How That's did the you hardest guys part? I don't know, cope with the patience of it all. Oh and like, especially at the end, it can be really difficult.
2: Exciting yeah. anticipation. It's like Christmas, waiting for Christmas morning and not knowing when it's going to come. I oh. did not
0: have that experience, of course. Um, I, well, I was just terrified. So yeah. it was like a double-edged sword because on the one hand, the closer you get, the further you get into your third trimester, the closer you are to the end, right? right. Like, oh, we're going to be done. And, you know, I'm not going to be pregnant anymore because I obviously hated it. But also, you get closer and closer to delivery, and I was terrified of it. And it, not, I guess it was logical. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh.
2: I want to look at that later, and I don't want to (laughs) forget. Oh, my God. I'm listening. You guys have lost me. (laughs) If anyone (laughs) listening to this podcast has ADHD, we've lost them. Oh, my God.
1: Uh Um... Double edged sword <laughs> it's double-edged coming sword. to
0: the end, but it's also it can be scary for some people, yeah. Because it was like, I just was so terrified of labor and like the mm-hmm. pain. And the... Yeah. I mean, I've already talked, so about you're like this, preparing so it was, like,
2: for war mentally,
0: yeah. Like, I, like I not even that, like, <laughs> I was preparing for like pain, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was like very scared, right? But felt. I guess I felt kind of ashamed. I didn't hear a lot of other people talking like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's so exciting. And oh my God, you're almost done. And it's so great. And I just was like petrified. And so it was like, I just was, I was miserable the entire time. Okay, don't be like me, (laughs) but. Don't be afraid to admit if you feel like you're feeling something you're quote unquote not supposed to or something. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. I just was like scared at the end. Yeah. The closer we got to D-Day.
1: I tried to have it in my mind of like, I want to make it to 40. I want to make it to 40. Not that I was perfectly patient, but I do think that helped a little bit in the 38 and the 39 week where you're kind of really in that home stretch to be like,
0: that's okay. I don't need to have this baby today. I don't mm-hmm.
1: know. I
0: just kept thinking like, if I get to 36, then we're probably fine and I'll just deliver. <laughs> it was like, once I hit 36 weeks, I was like, any any day, right. any day now, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's I go, let's be too. done. You know, mm-hmm. like, right. And you ended up having him
1: at... You said thirty nine and two.
0: Yeah, thirty nine and two. So I was like five days before my due date. And mm-hmm. you, when did you have your two kids?
2: Um, our first was two weeks early, so that was a fun surprise. I didn't. I guess I didn't have to endure those last two weeks with hmm. Eli. Whatever. It's a little more
0: rare, though. I feel like often, especially with first time moms, uh, you're they gonna say, go late. Right. They mm-hmm. say like what five days past your due date mm-hmm. or something I guess, Well, I guess I should say it's very common to go past your yeah. due date, especially for first time moms. Right.
2: Knowing me, I was probably often when I told my doctor I had my period because I you didn't couldn't even remember. Know you were conceived. Yeah. yeah. So they were probably off because the due date I was went off went on off. the math. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's why due dates are such a tricky thing. It's still just a guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally still just is. a guess in the dark. So you get your hopes up like you'll right. definitely you know baby will definitely come on the twenty second. Right. And then it's 23rd, 24th, 25th, and you're all pissed, but it's like, it was just a guess in the yeah, first place. it is. I remember having to hearing. think D.
1: Any other helpful things that helped you get through the third trimester or prepare for baby or stay positive?
0: Getting pre registered. Yes. That was something, you know, again, a hospital? Yeah, just making it real.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I assume my doctor's office probably told me. I think you me, said like, they gave you paperwork at 36 weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember having to call the like pre-registration department at my hospital and going mm-hmm. through demographics, insurance information ahead of time because it's mm-hmm. like obviously you mm-hmm. don't want to have to stop when you're like <laughs> and you get there and they're like and which insurance do you have and what's your ID and you're number? like we forgot our wallet. Right. <laughs> I'm so this baby. you do all that, you know, a month ahead chair. of time. <laughs> And you don't have to worry about it. And uh, you can do a tour ahead of time too, so you know this is where you park, and here's where the wheelchairs are. Did you not do that? Honestly, I can't remember because I worked in that department. So, Uh, like, did I do it, or am I just envisioning? I did it, and it was very
2: helpful because you, in that moment, can be so you're just focused on managing the pain. It's absolute a blur chaos. So mm-hmm. it was helpful. I know exactly where to park. I know exactly what elevator to go to, to exactly what floor, to exactly what desk. Yeah. That was yeah. helpful I to be educated on that for a hospital birth.
0: I don't remember parking or getting up to the labor and delivery unit at all. I remember being in
2: triage, but I don't remember how I got there. Yeah. No, certainly. You're right. I have no no... Yeah, I don't remember getting there, Mm -mm. but I remember the tour (laughs) and where to go, but then I just all of a sudden appeared in a triage. Right. Something that was helpful for me,
1: just to, I felt like the more I could see birth, I guess, like, and envision it, the Mm -hmm. more it was going to help me, or, like, the more I could be informed, the less afraid I would be, and then, to me, that meant less pain or whatever. So, third trimester was really a time where Colby and I, like, buckled down, and we watched a lot of positive things on
0: birth. I know Abby's really Education
2: right. Education is power. But there are really I think that you're probably
0: right. Like I think that it would have helped me, but I just could like it was such a mental hurdle. Sure. I don't know it was like I would never watch, you know, like an ankle surgery, like that would freak I me mean, out. I mean we were watching like the vagina or something. But yeah, I know what you mean. And that's fine. But, you know, I think looking back, like, it's like, man, that probably would have been really helpful. But it was like, that is no man's land. That sure. is terrifying. And I just need to avoid it. Mm. And so I just, yeah. like, hid from my terror, you Right. Know?
1: But it can be helpful if, you know, if you want to do what you want to do. Live your damn life. But if you want to watch stuff, there are really good resources. Yeah. Um, and I would just search, like, positive birth stories or peaceful birth and <laughs> see that and be like okay if this is possible to yeah, and you start a... to envision things and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was really helpful for he and i so we did a lot of that in the third
0: trimester and kept taking our class that we were doing and reading our books and stuff like that i remember my my gynecologist my ob whatever giving me videos to watch at the very end and it was almost like almost like a round table like it was like a handful of like pregnant couples and a midwife or a labor and delivery doctor i'm not sure sort of fielding these discussions about what it was going to be like and you know some of them it was like their second or third kid and some of them it was their first Mm -hmm. and i remember taking those home and watching them with my spouse in terms of like you know prepping Mm -hmm. but yeah my my doctor gave me those that's cool and i I don't know why i didn't remember this last time yeah and that that was helpful absolutely
1: So maybe you could, people could ask their doctor, do Mm -hmm. you have a resource Mm -hmm. like this? Can you point me in the direction? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we can post on our Instagram page too some other like helpful things if people
0: are interested. Oh, and you have showers. Yeah. We haven't even talked about that, which there's not a whole lot to talk about, but have a shower in your third trimester. Mm -hmm. That's helpful because then it's like, oh, here's this little titty tiny outfit. It's so cute. You know, like. Little shoes.
2: Oh, yeah, so all of that stuff and the decor for your room. And and then you, you can know. get it all put away and in mm-hmm. place and when baby comes. It's not as but much of a hectic. You thing. should have it I don't know, at least six weeks ahead,
0: because I yeah. also know a lot of people who planned these showers, and then they delivered early and never had right. their showers until afterwards, and then you're kind of screwed. So, so maybe play it safe and do it around, like, 30 Pro tip, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. at least before 30 weeks, that would probably be good. And showers, obviously, and diaper parties. That's, oh, yeah. like, a new Explain fad. That. Oh, yeah. That it seems like more so dads mm-hmm. or the other partners doing, mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. idea being you invite people to this party but to show up you've got to bring a diaper in a certain size Di- like apend of diapers right yeah not depending a on <laughs> right a pack of diapers a box of diapers
2: biscuits and a box,
0: and, a <laughs> and, uh, and that way you're do- like, yeah. I just remember we did one, and I bought diapers, like, three times right. before Cooper was a year old. Like, Same. we were set. Same. Yeah. I bought so two smart. Small mm-hmm. packs.
2: Yes. So. And then it's a way for dudes to also get in there and support yeah. the mm-hmm. husband. Bond. Oh,
1: we'll also do a segment in the future on all this stuff COVID edition. Because some of those things yeah. you're... Speaking of sound awesome, but the reality is with COVID, it looks different. Yeah. So we can oh, talk man. about that at another will. time. How do you have a shower in COVID? How can you do these things? Mm-hmm. Because COVID should not ruin your pregnancy or mm-hmm. birth. So we'll talk about that at another time. We done. Um, again, if you're listening to this, be sure to subscribe and follow us on your podcast platform. We're also on Instagram. We're the Merker Girls underscore podcast. Um, follow us there also feel free to message us with any feedback or advice you have Mm -hmm. positive or negative also any questions you guys have um, or things that you want us to touch on talk about or if you're interested in maybe coming on and speaking on this platform please feel free to reach out to us we want to hear from you guys so message us there um, and stay tuned because we're going to be listing a lot more of our resources, helpful books, podcasts, ways that we prepped, things about nutrition and health during pregnancy. We're going to start to post a lot of that there. So be sure to be following us and message us with any thoughts, concerns, critiques, <laughs> questions.
2: And that's it.